This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. My worst date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Hey, okay. So uh, I love when people tag us on TikTok. It's <laughs> wonderful. Yes. It has given us so many great things. Um, we get tagged in this guy's TikToks all the time. His name is Zocker, Z O C K R. And oh. basically, and he's very funny, and basically, all of his TikToks are him talking about his bad dates like oh. it's, just, it's just dating disasters Wait, why disaster. we need to double date this guy. i mean honestly i think totally he, in fact i'm pretty sure because the story i'm about to tell you i'm pretty sure that he lives like not too too far from okay. from los angeles well very specifically it's a six hour drive so my guess is he lives in the bay area oh that'd be my it. guess because okay. that feels like about six hours right yeah right. um but i don't know six hours in any direction uh but so he you know does all of these TikToks talking about like all of his bad dates, getting stood up like over oh and over again, God. like those yeah. kinds of things, bad dates. Um, and like to the point where like he shared his hinge profile because people are like, oh. what are you putting out there? <laughs> right? that, like this keeps what happening. Energy, like, dude? What's the vibe what's manifesting? Yeah, because yeah, like he's a good looking guy, like, you know, and it's yeah. just like, what's what's going on? You know what I mean? And so he said that this a woman reached out to him like in his DMs okay. on TikTok, mm. right? And was just like talking to him about like, oh, he's just, like, I can't believe that you have all of these terrible dates. Like, I can't believe that this stuff keeps happening to you. Like, that's crazy, you know? And so oh, they no. they get to talking, right? Okay. Uh-oh. Things things start to evolve, right? They're talking. They're FaceTiming. They're like She shot a shot. They've connected. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? all right. To the point where he's like, you know what? Okay, like, we've been talking for a while now. Like, let's actually go on a date. Like, let's go on a sushi date. And so she's like, okay, great. And he agrees. I think she lives in Los Angeles if I if I got this story right. So he agrees to drive six hours. Oh, honey. You know how cheap the flight is. <laughs> right. Seriously. It's gotta be honestly cheaper. better than six yeah, hours gas. of driving. Woof. Yeah. So he drives six hours and he gets there. They were supposed to meet at seven o'clock at sushi. So he gets there. She lives six minutes. From the sushi place. He's there early. Like, he's there like 6.45 or whatever. Seven comes and goes. No. No. She's not there. She lives six minutes away. He drove six hours. So then she texts him and she's like, can we push to 7.30? No. What? (laughs) Can you imagine? She's like, can we push to 7.30? And he's like, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking here. I'm fucking here. I drove six hours. Like, what am I going to say? You know, so he's sitting, he's sitting. Then he gets a text from her that's like, no, I have to drive my mom to the airport real quick. No. <laughs> They're real quick and in LAX. Los Angeles. Nah. Exactly. Never been in nah. the same sentence. Not it better be Burbank. <laughs> better be Burbank. I thought better the same Burbank. thing, but it's not Burbank because his, uh, the mom, the date's mom has to go to Greece is a family emergency, just, and she has a last-minute flight that we didn't know about to Greece. To Greece? 
Mm-hmm. They, uh, no. Yeah. So they okay, gotta go to Tom Bradley. <laughs> you, wait, time time out. You have you have last minute to grease money. Yeah. And you got you got fucking car oh, money. You got it, a car driver. Listen, driver money. Listen. Yeah. You get an you Uber. Send your mom in an Uber. Are you serious? Money. Yeah. Yes. So and also that has to be LAX because Burbank is not going to Greece, right? Nope. Unless you're taking Burbank to another like major no, city. You're, you're going to LAX, right? You're going to LAX. You're going to Tom Bradley. Yeah. Like the terminal, deep, deep right in the, terminal. in the middle of the, the yeah. nightmare, yeah. nightmare situation, international terminal, right? So I'm just like, so she's like, so I'm just, if you still want to get sushi, like I'll, I'll, I'll do this as quick as I can and I'll be there afterwards. And he's like, I drove six hours to get sushi with you. So yes, I'll just wait here. Right. Like in the, oh God, it, LAX, which is how long is that going to take you to? It depends on where you live in in LA, but getting in and out of LAX is a nightmare, no matter no, where you that's are. Like a, no. That's two hours, probably, yeah. depending Awful. on where you're coming from, right? Unless you live right by the fucking yeah. airport, yeah, right. So, so he's like, okay. So then he gets a text from her that says, no. "You're not going to believe this." I don't. I'm at the gas station and my car broke down. Can you, can you cash at me <gasps> money to fix my car? No. Girl, <laughs> scam, <laughs> fraudulent, <laughs> and that's a long game because they'd been talking, right? And Thievery. the audacity I'm to get into someone's shook. DMs and be like, "I can't believe you've had all these bad dates." To <gasps> sympathize with them, to like, oh, this is so fucking it's fucked horrible. up. It's horrible. So wow, he says he's like I could so never. No, what a monster! Like who who could? You know what I mean? So I want to know this person immediately. I know. I know. Out them. Out them, Zucker. So he's like, I cash apped her no. money for me to send me money for your gas. Oh, good. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like a request. Yeah, I was request. Say, a request. Yeah, I requested. For. Yes. He's like, yeah. I requested money from yeah. her because she's like, I drove six hours. Like, I, you owe me gas money. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, you kidding me? I, bitch, I'd be billing for my time. Yes, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, be like you're getting my hourly rate. Yes, yes. Honestly, time wasting. Yeah, yeah. We should yep. really like that. Should Woo. be something that we incorporate moving forward. Is like here's my hourly rate. Mm. Yes, for like every this every minute that you are wasting late. my fucking yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You, Can you imagine bill? one sweet life on this earth, oh at God. least yeah. from what we know of. Twelve in hours this body of it has been in this car. Exactly in service to a Nothing. fraud. Yeah. And that drive back those six hours back to wherever you came from. Bet she's playing Flowers by Miley Cyrus. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Get it. Get that independent woman street soccer. We love it. We love it. But yeah, thank you to um, everyone who keeps, they've tagged us in his stuff before. Um, So like, thank you so much for for continuing to tag us in that stuff. We promise that if you drove six hours to double date with us. We would not stand you up. Not in a minute. Not for sushi We'll be here early. Oh, hell no. I love sushi. Oh yeah, we'll take you out for sushi afterwards. So like, let's record the episode. Then we'll go get sushi and sake. Our our treat. Our treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Consider it reparations. We promise. We Mm -hmm. promise. From all the women who've stood you up, it's it's reparations. Yeah. 
Ooh-wee. I gotta look at that hinge. Something, something's something. being put out into the universe. I feel like you could, who were you in a past life? We're yeah. in a say, sage's phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're doing a little card reading for him. Like, your karma's off. Yeah, like your karma is, is off. We get like, some crystals for sure. Yeah, <laughs> do some cleansing. Do some we'll real get witchy shit. we'll get Cammy from our last yes. um yes. our last double date on here to help us out with that. But oh. yeah, no, I mean, I do feel like Christina. Maybe like that could be a good side hustle for you. Is just like doing. Yeah. Dating yeah. profile consultations. Oh, <laughs> the way I would be into that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, if you're trying to get dick, this is what you're gonna want to do. Just be a woman. If you're, if you're trying, here. well, if you're trying to get a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I I think I could. I yeah. could make the tweaks yes. necessary. Okay, so like, well, Zocker, if you're interested, yeah, uh, come on the show. We'll have Christina take a look at your Hinge profile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll give you some notes. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I will help you like tweak it. Just like you know, you go to the professional to have your resume looked at. Yeah, just, first of all, you know, I mean, uh, tip number one, just from what I've heard so sure. far. Get the fuck off Hinge. <laughs> yeah, maybe this ain't it for you, hon. Honey, Hinge is unhinged. Yeah. Like, it's named appropriately. So That's what I keep yeah. hearing. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like the, the success stories I always hear seem to be coming from Tinder. And yeah. I know that's so sounds, funny because it's like so trash or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. it's like if you're specific in your language and your approach, you yeah. can get what you want from Tinder. Yeah. Do you want a relationship? You can actually, you can navigate it and and put yourself out there in a way that can can get that Mm -hmm. if you're just looking for casual hookups great tinder's great for that too there's a way to do it where you can get someone to respectfully clap that ass that's right (laughs) so i guess i don't understand because i've never used the apps that i'm like how can they be utilized so differently? I mean, like they're like, what, what is going on that like makes people feel comfortable to just act a mess on like hinge and bumble? Like what's the deal? Um, I think people act a mess on the internet anyway. So just had years of just being messy online and having feeling like that animate and then whatever, you know what I'm trying (laughs) to say. It just emboldens people. Um, I think people were misogynistic in person. Yeah. Um, and now they're just mm-hmm. misogynistic and shitty on an app. So that's yeah. mm-hmm. not anything new. But yeah. yeah, they're just showing themselves a little, you know. Could you ever, I could never, in this day and age when we have a phone at our fingertips at all times, when we can constantly be in communication with each other, I could never stand somebody up. Like that oh. just seems so shitty. Like really uh, unless is. like you like got into a car crash like, on the way there happened. or like an yeah. emergency, right? Like, yeah. But but that emergency is probably not taking my mom to the airport to get degrees last minute. Yeah. I didn't I have, know about it until right this second. No, that's I have that's not ghosted, true. but I've never mm-hmm. yeah. stood up. I think, I think yeah. standing someone up is is that's, that's very different yeah. too. Yeah. Like no longer just just not responding any longer is is much different than just being like yeah yeah I'll be there. Yeah, no, it's just because that is it is different. True, like the true. amount of your energy level is different. Like the amount of energy that I put in, even like we went out to go like get apps and drinks the other night, and even the amount of energy that goes into that rather than yes. like you guys just coming over, like right. you know, is massively different. Like so, I've I've driven there, I've paid for a valet, I'm fucking yeah. am yeah. sitting here like with my glass of wine, I'm wearing pants, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I put makeup on. Makeup yeah. is expensive. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just dinner with my girls. I don't know. It's fine. But still, it's yeah, it's it's a lot. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. standing someone up, and especially when they drove, like, 
Woo, six, six fucking hours. hours. Oh also, though, also, Zucker, respectfully, do not drive six no. hours for a date. Like, if if she's really into you, you guys can meet halfway. You Don't can do go it. to Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe get yourself a Keegan <laughs> but friend. At least then, at least look. You know, I was not pro that whole he, situation. He couldn't go anywhere. I'm he hiding had a, so he had far a, behind he my had mic. Ankle monitor on. <laughs> but we did not know that until you got there, though. I didn't know that Cassie before you like, went. Listen, listen. If I had known before you went, that's different. But also, look, I, I'm anti that entire situation. But at least he played paid for your plane ticket. Yeah, like, and, and like he couldn't drink, and he had a huge <laughs> wine cabinet. Like so, so did, but you did. <laughs> yeah, I just You're like well, drank a bunch of fancy wine. And there you go. Played uh, played Monopoly. Yeah, it was. Oh uh, my god! Like and had sex. Oh, of I course. Mean, okay, yeah, I but mean, like shit. a whole weekend of just Monopoly and Oof. like sex and bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it actually doesn't sound that bad now that you put it that way. <laughs> I've had worse times. Yeah, yeah, I've had worse dates. Yeah, but I just—I don't know. I could never. That's such a commitment to me. Like the driving six hours or the going to another state. Like unless I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime connection. I I think that he said that they did. That's what I thought. I was going to say because that also made me like, oh, this is a dude. Yeah, like he's been fucking with you. But you said that they'd face. That's what. That's what um, Anthony said too when he was listening (laughs) to me listen to the the tiktok that's what he said but he was like no like we talked on the phone like we did facetime like it was a real you know person Mm-mm-mm. woman what well, a yeah mess. soccer we're uh we're here for you our hearts are with you yes exactly wow well who should we fuck marry kill this week oh man on scammers oh oh jesus God. scammers this is, I mean, if we wanted to do scammers, this is um, tricky territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I, I don't want to. I don't want to glorify or say anything nice about, but because no. I think scamming is the worst. It yeah, is. it's awful. Yeah. Thievery and you playing with people's okay. trust and emotions. Yeah. How about fake, like, like uh, people who've played scammers, so like characters, mm. you know, right? Like a character that's oh, a like, scammer. Like, uh, what's her face, Julia? What's her face that played Anna Delvey? You're poor. Oh, You're my poor. God. So She's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, Ruth. Oh, it's Julia no, Garner. Julia Garner. Ruth yeah. was a character from Ozark. That's right. Yeah. Um, she's out. Uh, Anna Delvey. Giving oh, interviews yeah. and shit now. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. Um, okay. Well, if we're going to do that, then Amanda Seyfried played Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> single drop of blood. Oh, my God. The Elizabeth Holmes voice a single is drop of blood. incredible. <laughs> I never watched it. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it either. I was kind of thinking along the lines of like Ocean's Eleven type uh-huh. of, you oh, know. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, like Heat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert De Niro yeah. and Heat. Philip Seymour Hoffman played, um, didn't didn't play L. Ron Hubbard, but played in L. Ron Hubbard in The Master. God, yeah, that's right. With Tom Cruise and Magnolia. Mm-hmm. I've never oh, seen God. it. <laughs> Cassie's always like, huh? I'm, I'm in, but I Tom haven't seen Cruise? that movie. Oh, um, I think you'd really enjoy that character, actually. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. <laughs> Was it Tame the Cunt or whatever? Oh, like God. <laughs> I don't like that. I prefer not to. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. But okay, so are we doing the actors then? 
Yeah, because sure. I haven't and, seen all the movies. Or the character. I haven't yeah. seen like, all the movies. Yeah, I think the actor. Yeah. Yeah, so the top three I love in those, those heist movies, the yeah. Oceans movies, yeah. you got George Clooney, mm-hmm. yeah. Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and Matt Damon. I mean, you can't go wrong. It sounds I feel like, like a we solid haven't done trio. Matt Damon. I know. Have we? That's a strong trio. I know that we probably have in different scenarios. We've done all these guys, I think, in different scenarios. Yeah, we've but, done Brad Pitt a bunch, so I don't really want to throw him in again. I don't have a problem throwing him in. Well, but I got it. Uh, but you also have like what? Cheadle? Don Cheadle? Ooh, Don Cheadle's oh, in it. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Yeah, Clooney, I'll do that. Cheadle, Damon. There's also Ocean's 8 with oh, the women. The women, yeah. So you've got like Sandy Bullock, Rihanna... Yeah. Um, She's in that. Who? Uh, what's Helena Bonham Carter's in that. Know, yeah. So we've done her plenty too. I like this though. I I, I like the originals. Okay. Yeah. Clooney, Cheadle, Cheadle. Matt Damon. Mm. Okay. 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 Are we? And again, not the character, the actor. Actor. Okay. I think. Yeah, it's just easier. Wow. It's easier. Gosh, this is actually kind of hard. Cheadle, Clooney, Damon. Let me double check that Cheadle's in it now that I said it. I'm like, I'm, I'm almost I'm positive he is. Fairly sure he yeah. is. <laughs> I know I what I'm going to do. I need to know some astrology. I feel like I know okay. what I'm going to do, too. I think I know what I'm going to do, too. But yeah, why not? Let's look up Let's their signs. check it out. I'll look up Don's. I'll look up Damon's. I'll do Cheadle as long as he's in it. Oh, this is the Frank Sinatra one. Hold on. Sorry. So let's see. Ocean's 11. Here we go. Okay. So Don Cheadle, I think, is a Sagittarius. November 29. Damon's a Libra. Ooh, Damon's a Libra. I love uh, Toxic, but I love him. Um, Air signs. Uh, (laughs) And Clooney is... Wait, who's what? So uh, Cheadle is a Sagittarius, right? Mm -hmm. November 29th. Taurus. And Clooney's a Taurus. Oh, ooh, ooh actually, okay. So. Don Cheadle is in Ocean's Twelve. Good. I was like, did I make that up? Don, so Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah, he's in Ocean's Twelve with that like Cockney accent. Yeah, like terrible Cockney. Yes. Mm-hmm. I he, love him though. He's he funny. seems like so much fun. Like he does. He seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, I do love a Sagittarius. Super I'm, fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Don Cheadle. Wait, what okay. was da- what was Matt Damon? Libra. I'm gonna marry Don Cheadle. Yeah. yeah, it feels really good for yeah. me. Yeah, he feels he's fun. He he's gonna cut like you loose, like open great you up. Sense of humor. Yep. Yeah, but um, just I, I can see him being a good dancer. Oh yeah, yes. dancing with him, and he seems well, like he fun. wouldn't be shy in public no. No. dancing I'm either. Into it. Yeah, I want to go dancing with Don Cheadle. He's gonna oh, take you salsa dancing. Sooner. Yeah, mm, fun. Are we all marrying Don Cheadle? Yeah, because right I <laughs> love this for us. <laughs> yes. That 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 was my instinct as well. I was like, yeah, I think this is a good, good, passionate husband. Yeah, like, and I feel like he's the type too that that you each have your lamp on your bedside table yes. and you're reading different books, yes. and you'd be like, I have to tell you about what I just yes. read. Yes, he gives me dancing in the kitchen vibes. Yeah, you know, like that that person who's like they're cooking dinner and they're playing a record and like dancing around. I get that. I bet vibe. he can chop really well. Oh, <laughs> he's get, a good chopper. Chopping really fast energy. <laughs> Yeah, he's got those skills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, knife skills. Yeah, I like that. You know, I don't know. I'm always a little like with fire signs, just because I grew up in a very fire heavy family. Yeah, um, that I'm just like I don't know. But of the three, I just feel yeah, more most relaxed. Like I just feel like oh, see, I see Clooney for you, hundred percent. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I love I love George Clooney, and we I love had a Taurus. Conversation before. Yeah. There's yes. No way. Like. I feel like I wouldn't go out of my way to fart in front of Don Cheadle. But if it happens, 
<laughs> Cassie choked. Jesus Christ. But if it happened, I feel like it wouldn't like if wouldn't ruin your life. It wouldn't ruin your life. About. I, but if you Matt did, Damon's another one where I'm sure like we could have like fart offs. Yeah. He seems like I'm he, into it. He would be funny about that. But George I, Clooney, you're going to fart in no, front of George Clooney? Never. Ever. Well, I mean, we have a separate apartment to shit in. That's we exactly might be right. okay then, I feel like. Yeah, yes, no, you, this vibe. is why I feel like this is yeah. a perfect match for you. I love, I love earth signs for me. Yes. Like I do, they're very like grounding. I'm a Taurus rising. So this I feel is, like I we've feel got like this good, good energy. But the thing is about, the, the thing that holds me back from George Clooney. I think I will go ahead and marry him, but here's here's my reservation on okay. it. All right. Is like he has such high standards because like he was like the ultimate bachelor like for a long Until time. He met the ultimate woman. Right. My who God, was like Amal is I could never gorgeous. if anything happened to Amal Clooney and he was like I want you to be my second wife, I'd be like <laughs> I don't think I can do that no. because no. you will be comparing me no, to I her for the rest of can't live up to your that. life because you're yep. considerably older than me. But yes. <laughs> Um, but I do think like, as far as like, when I see him in interviews, he does have that like kind of, he has a sense of humor that isn't quite as big as either Matt Damon or Don Cheadle, but is like, it's it's more like kind of sharp. It's like witty humor that I really do like a lot. I couldn't marry George Clooney because of his antics. And here's the thing. I think that you are more set up to... Um, deal with antics because of who you're married to. Like mm. I can't. My husband likened me to literally this morning because <laughs> I was doing a little jokey dad joke prank on on Anthony, uh-huh. and he's like, and we've always joked that I cannot take a prank. I don't do oh. jokes and pranks but well because I, like I don't know the retaliation either. level. I don't like pranks. Oh, I, I'm like, oh, you did that. I killed your family. Um, he's like, there is a uh, an SNL sketch. He said. The sketch is like the guy was like, yeah, I set my friend up. He always takes my parking spot and it's like camera video. And the guy pulls up in his parking spot and he comes out with a tire and iron and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> got him good. I'm like, oh my God, it me. Cause I don't know. I don't understand retaliation level. And like, so I could never date somebody like Clooney. You'd, well, you'd prank me and I'd be like, well, uh, well, here's the thing. I don't like, pr- I do not like pranks. I, I think, think pranks, handle them better, I, I think pranks are mean. Well, I wouldn't from a partner. Yeah. I, but I also, don't think you think a mall Clooney is being put up with being pranked I don't think that mm, George Clooney pranks his partners <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I think he might if, if he wants to prank his friends that's fine uh, just like it's keep Leave me, me out the fuck it. out of it you know yeah. what I mean yeah. but I do think like his what if he did his what if he politics are good all the time Ugh. Like what if she's whoopee cushions down what if she's got the best sense of humor and like we just don't know because she's oh, know. so like put so together pretty and put together yeah yeah but <laughs> I, I do think I will marry George Clooney I actually think like it will we'd be a good you know we'll go volunteer for the UN or something oh, yeah oh. the humanitarian yeah oh. <laughs> that'll be good accomplish would be amazing yeah and then um Okay, with that then, because I was going to marry Don Cheadle, I'm going to fuck Don Cheadle. Okay. Because I, I don't think, think you can that, go wrong there. Yeah, he's, he is going to be a fun date. Yes. Yeah. Like, that is going to be so much fun. Like, even if at yeah. the end of it, you're like, you know what? Like, this isn't going to work out romantically, but that was a good fucking time. Yeah. I had a great time, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, looking for girlfriends that I could hook him up with because I'd be like, you know, he's I want to like, yeah. keep you in our friend circle because you are a good time at game night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then... Matt Damon, hot. Like, he's a hot man. Hot like sourdough toast. But I, I'm going to fuck him. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think Dude, he's hot. A, a freaking 
Boston guy, just all up in there. All up in there. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Okay. Is that, yeah. Is that a thing? I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, there's something about him that's like, I don't know, ever since Goodwill Hunting. And I don't even think he's like really that attractive. It's, oh, it's a weird thing, right? It's it's an, he's been married it, to the same vibe. woman for a yeah. long yeah. time. Yeah, and they and she was like a bartender. They met at like, I yeah, love like she was them. like a uh, an average she lady. Looks She's beautiful more fun than him. Yeah. Um, but there is, and this is just you know, I don't know him obviously, um, but I think like no. I no. I would have fucked I would have fucked Goodwill Hunting Matt Damon. Huh. I feel like born he's identity. one of those people or born identity. Sure. Yeah, but I think he's one of I those people who got real famous mm-hmm. and his energy shifted for mm. me where I feel like he's like, cause he's been famous for, you know, George Clooney has been famous for longer than him, but feels more grounded, grounded down to him. earth. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like very celebrity. E. Where yeah, I'm like, I mean, I'll fuck on a private plane. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> do it. That's that, fine. Yeah, it's a one night stand. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know. When I have to like, like, gun to my head, like, Suss you it have out, to yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah, because well, we have to. We have to. We have to. We have to. Roll. Like, oh, I guess I'll fuck Matt Damon. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's George Clooney. Yeah. Matt Damon. You're right. Who, who fucks? Who good? fucks better, Matt Damon? I think. Matt Damon. Yeah. Like this I bet. Science. I'm torn. Yeah. Okay. I'm torn between. So, okay. All right. So you've, you're going to marry Don Cheadle. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to fuck Matt Damon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Um, it is, it is a little tough actually. Cause fire and fire. That's going to be a good fuck. Yeah. Fire and air also going to be a good fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have an irrational grudge against Tauruses. So. I don't, <laughs> I'm a rising Taurus or whatever you said. Gemini. Your moon. I'm a moon is, yeah. my moon is in Taurus. Yeah. I just, I, uh, stubbornness is an issue for me. I, mm-hmm. I like flexy, flexy people. Yeah. And I, I think yeah, I that. I don't think Clooney is the right go for you. No. Yeah, no. And I think that. Not for marriage. I think no. that it's, Don Cheadle is just tops for me right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm really feeling that hard. I just think that it's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I worry though that the level of fun won't be balanced with, am I going to end up like the movie breakup? Like where we're just like, it's just fun times. No, he definitely looks like he has sh- his shit together. That's true. He definitely looks like a voluntary dishwasher. You know mm. what I mean? Like, oh, mm-hmm. yes, I see, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in a restaurant. breakup, you're not gonna, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we just reviewed a, a movie, but yeah, yeah, he looks like somebody that pitches in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. Or can afford somebody to yeah, do he, it. He gives me energy. <laughs> Which is the best case yeah. scenario. <laughs> I actually, okay. He gives me energy of someone who like, you guys would escalate, 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 yeah. escalate on a night out. But then the next day you would take care of your shit. Like, I feel like it would be balanced. I think it's probably better that I marry Matt Damon. Ooh, okay. I just feel, I feel strongly about it. I don't, I feel like that we would have more respectful energy for each other. Mm. He seems like somebody that has a garage fridge. Oh, for sure. Pop Do you know fridge. what I mean? Yeah, he definitely has a yeah. pop fridge for yeah. sure. He is, he's taking care of his business. He minds his own business. He's, he's just somebody, I, I just have a lot, I feel like, I don't know that he's somebody that I'm going to like jump out of an airplane with, but like, mm. that's fine. He does seem very steady Eddie. Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I well, like, I need somebody to keep me. Libra's your sister sign too. I know. Yeah. So we're going to either love each other or hate each other. And yeah. I assume we're going to love each other. Yeah. So this is a really yeah. good match for me. And yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a year of good decision making. And then so I'm going to fuck Cheadle. 
Oh, yeah. That is going to yeah. be. I think it'd be fun. I, think I do. So too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be surprising. And I'm going to make him use that yeah. really bad Cockney accent. That oh he my uses. God. <laughs> During sex. Yeah. Oh. Be real dirty about it. Oh my God. Yeah, just be real dirty. <laughs> oh, God like damn. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're a fucking mess. Anyway. Uh, you guys want to take five and then we'll come back with stories? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we're back. All right. So I have the Tainted Love this week, so I will get us started with stories. <clears throat> All right. This one starts. Stories. This is not a sexy story. Um, <laughs> You're like, let me, let me clarify just, real quick. I mean, we are called My Worst Days. Yeah, I'm getting so. you guys all into a, a mindset Dude, yeah. that is... That's all right. Not correct. Okay. <laughs> when I was in college, I let a buddy convince me to go on a double date with him and a girl he was really crushing on at the time. Apparently, she was really shy, didn't have a ton of dating experience, and wasn't comfortable going on a date one-on-one. I was really busy at school at the time and was feeling a lot of pressure with finals coming up. So at first, I tried to talk myself out of it, but he was persistent because he really, really liked this girl. So eventually I agreed and the girl picked an apparently decent date for me. Mm. My friend showed me a picture of her and she looked super cute and bubbly, just my type. Maybe this date will be worth it. We set up a date for the following week, which was not ideal because it was right before finals, but I figured I'd go with it. I spent the whole week leading up to the date cramming hard, staying up late, taking Adderall and chugging and chugging Red Bulls during the day. (laughs) Uh, College. (laughs) I was exhausted. And so when I began to really feel run down, I didn't think much of it. Oh no. The day of the date arrives and I'm not feeling good at all. I wake up feeling sluggish with a headache, but again, I chalk it up to my lack of sleep and poor nutrition. As the we've all been there where I'm mm-hmm. just like, what am I sick or am I just treating my body like shit right now? Like I yeah. had nothing but like chicken nuggets yeah. and soda for <laughs> exactly. the last week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. As the day went on though, my symptoms got worse. My body started getting achy. When I told my friend, he seemed sympathetic, but I could also tell that he really didn't want me to blow this date for him. So no. I took two Advil and kept it moving. Oh, <laughs> no. The things we do for our friends were like, can't let him down. Get your shit together. You're like, oh, are you sick? Well, get your shit together. We got to do We've had yeah. this plan yeah. for a while. <laughs> About an hour before the date, I'm starting to feel clammy and nauseous. Nope. My head is pounding. And by the time we get to the restaurant to meet the girls, I've sweated through my Ralph Lauren button up. Oh, no. We get to the table and both wet girls. <laughs> wet guy. <laughs> no. Are we finally solving a mystery today? Yes. Oh my god. He had the flu. That's really what it was. Oh no. Uh, we, we get to the table and both girls look as beautiful as we expected. But when my date sees me, her face falls. I must look terrible. My friend and his date hug, but I just kind of look at my date, not wanting her to feel my sweaty back if we hug or feel my my clammy hand if we shake. (laughs) It's so awkward. You're just like, hi. 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 Don't touch me. You might get this. (laughs) Eventually we sit and I'm trying to maintain conversation. Just maintain. Just maintain. Keep it together. Keep your eyes open. Keep it together. We're doing this for Kevin. (laughs) Exactly. 
<laughs> she is charming and polite, and I can actually tell that we have a lot in common, but everything just feels foggy and hazy. Being out when you're sick <laughs> and Awful. trying to keep your Awful. shit together. I had to go to a job interview, like oh, really sick no. one time. It was did so terrible. <laughs> um, no, but it did lead to oh, good. The, the next though. I was I'll like, tell you what, this is probably the closest that dudes get to empathizing with uh-huh. us having to fucking go about Power our through. day when... Yeah. We're on our period. Yeah. You got to smile and fake it. Yeah. Yeah. And I guarantee that we do a better job on the whole of it. I'm just saying like (laughs) half the time you don't even know that literally I feel like my uterus is trying to claw its way out of my body. Um, What if it is? It's like like an alien. Soon a server carrying a tray that contained something that smelled very much like fish walked Mm, by our table and the scent wafted up to me. My whole body reacts. Oh. Uh, when you're sensitive, <laughs> when you're sensitive to smells, like oh. especially when you're when you're sick, and a seafood smell mm-hmm. when you're sick. Mm-hmm. I can't no think bueno. of anything worse. Maybe like mm-hmm. eggs, like hard boiled eggs or something. Oh yeah, like, that sulfury, sulfury smell. Kind of, yeah, but yeah, no, I don't even like seafood. So fish for me is like if I'm Oof. sick. I like seafood, but I know, the same. smell of it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, smells like, like fish. A salmon or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oily fish. My date notices and asks, "Hey, are you okay? You look green." Before I can answer, I feel the bile rise no. in my throat. <gasps> oh no, you got to get out of there! And oh, it's run. like it's happening in slow motion. I know I should turn away, but oh, I no, can't no. see <laughs> to make no. my body obey. No, I lurch no. forward and vomit green stomach goo all over the front of my date's baby blue dress. Oh. <laughs> Then that would spiral. <laughs> then we're spiraling. And then she's puking. She's then like, I'm puking. And then we're both puking. No. The oh, whole no. restaurant. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Can you no. imagine? No. And, and that feeling is just like. <laughs> and that. <laughs> It's exorcist. The way that pea soup. the way I would jump. I have such good. I I would be like I'd be on the table. You'd be like I Matrix. <laughs> I'm also. I you know we've talked about this before. Like I'm a throw upper. Like when I'm sick. I I, like it. the way I can ma- in my adult life, especially I can maybe count on one hand less. Like I can maybe twice ever. I haven't made it to like a bathroom yeah. or like somewhere where and like you're is real acceptable. Fucking sick. Right. Like so if yeah, if you can't turn your head away. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You're sick. You are fucked up. She's horrified. Yeah. I'm horrified. Yeah. I try to get the words out. I'm so sorry. But then I feel oh. another <laughs> cold, shuddering wave go through me. No. My vision blurs and I pass out. <laughs> oh, no. Falling off the bar stool. I come to a moment later with my date, her friend, and my friend standing over me. All I remember saying is, I think I need to go home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, baby. My have to go to the hospital. Sure. <laughs> My tuberculosis? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Consumption. Um, <laughs> my date blow blow comes up on your is the only one who drove. So she offers to oh. give me a ride back to my dorm. First offering to take me to the hospital, but I declined. I'm stomach I'm stubborn that way and was determined that I could sleep whatever this is uh, off. Yeah. That's me. I mean, that would have been me. Yeah, you're you're gonna live forever at that age. Yeah. 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 Even now I'm like I'm like, I'm sure this is I just need to go to sleep. I'm sure this is fine. Like, <laughs> sleep it off. I'm like, me, I'm like, I'm going to die in my sleep. Man. Call an ambulance. Sleep. No, I'm even worse because I'm like, oh, I have high cholesterol. I'll just, 
I'll just sleep more. It'll be fine. <laughs> sleep more? That's not the, that is not the cure yeah. for cholesterol. Doctor's Do like, not. maybe we need to talk about statins sometime soon. I'm like, no, I'll just, I'll, I'll buy a treadmill for under my desk. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Mm-mm. They're like, oh. I'm going to live forever. The doctor's like, fuck me and all my med- medical school training yeah, then, right? Much. Okay, yeah. great. Exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. 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 No, no, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do that. Yeah, you, you that. know best. You yeah. know best. Um <laughs> That's me too, then. That's me. Uh, She Uh, took me home and helped me inside, getting me a glass of water for my bedside. Before she left, I, for some reason, decided now was the time to shoot my shot. Get it. And told her, hey, I know this is weird, and I'm sorry I'm gross, and I'm sorry about your dress, and I really liked talking to you tonight. Can we try again? (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> to my surprise, she uh, she said, sure. Aww. I thought she was just taking pity on me. But after a, a long weekend of vomiting and sleep, when I finally recovered and texted her, she still wanted to see me again. Aww. We went out the, uh, the weekend after finals and are still together a year later. Aww. My friend and the other girl, though, no such luck. There was no second date for those two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's oh, nice. No. Wow. Oh my god! Trauma hey, bond. True. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Man. True love will get through a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my story will fit right in to yours. <clears throat> Starts out. I took a guy. Uh, took a girl out to a fancy dinner at a well-known steakhouse that's about an hour away from where we lived. The dinner itself was great. She commented her steak was fantastic, mm. and that she wasn't used to eating such a high-quality, juicy steak. Okay. I mean. I'm sold. Wow. As we're waiting to exit the parking garage, she held her stomach and starts freaking out, saying she needed to use the bathroom. Uh Uh-oh. I told her to run up the stairs because we were stuck in the middle of a long line waiting to leave the garage. She screamed at me to drive to an empty (laughs) floor. It was closing time and all the cars had left towards the exit already. Once there, she started barking at me, get out of the car, get out of the car. I was at a loss for words and she didn't know what was, and I Wait, didn't know what was going on. So I he's blushed. driving. Yes. Is she's kicking him out she's of the like, car? Get out of the car. She shut herself on my passenger seat. Oh no. I think you should have gotten out of the car, honey. Like at oh, least shoot yourself like, not in move. his car. She's like, I cannot move. Like, do you know? There would be a security guard oh, yeah. watching <laughs> yeah. from the camera. And if it were me, they would just she- see my shitty ass just oh. running, oh. running in the parking garage. And they'd be tracking me on those different cameras. Running away from the situation. I don't understand. What did she think was going to happen? Like, she's like, take me to an empty floor. For what? I thought she was going to, like, get out I and shit too. in the corner or he's, something. He like. Says. Let me repeat myself. She shot herself on my passenger seat. No. I was shocked, but also empathetic. Yeah. Obviously, if she could have held it, she would have. Luckily, I had a blanket in my trunk, and she took off her dress that she'd shit in, put it in her purse. Oh, oh no. no. You throw that away. I'm sorry. That's there's no the, fixing it. There's no putting that in my fucking No. My, my shitty diarrhea dress, dress is not no. going back in my purse no. to contaminate everything no, in no. my purse. No. that on my like, floor. 2A, no. you're like, heat. <laughs> yeah, that's no. a, I'm opening the door, pushing it out. It's done. She done. Look, I wouldn't even, ju- like, I'm I'm anti-littering. Like, don't litter. I okay. Mean, but, like, I wouldn't desperate even. Times. Desperate times. It's des- mm-hmm. That's desperation. That's desperate Look. times. 
Luckily, I had a blanket in my truck, uh, trunk that she wrapped herself in, and the hour drive home was like the longest hour of my life. Yeah. We cracked Imagine our if you're windows. driving down the street and you pull up next to somebody, like a dude, and then a chick with a, and a blanket in the passenger seat. The windows all rolled down. And it smells like fucking ass, dude. I would never recover from this. Never. If I was this woman, I. I mean, what do you do? An like hour that, drive. An hour of pure hell. Of pure hell of just knowing that you shit in this man's car and you have to smell a reminder of your shame silent, the whole silent, 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 silent tears, tears. Just silent, silent that blanket's actually up over my head like don't don't look at me don't look, don't at, look at me, me right now. don't look at me inner monologue would be <laughs> done i'd no, have to do some real some real work on shame i'd have to i'd have to brene brown it <laughs> for myself to really work through like shame Ooh. is not a useful emotion i really have to go through like oh. <laughs> mm. no. cracked yes. our windows trying to breathe through our mouths in an uh, effort to not smell their feces. i feel like i can't do that either because now i feel like i'm tasting now it you're tasting i'm it. tasting it I had her drop me off at home so she can clean her mess at her place and then came to drop off my car the fo- uh, off the next day. She cleaned what she could and then took it to a place somewhere to have it professionally cleaned. Imagine, oh. I mean, if you're taking it somewhere, you're like, uh, my my girl, my girlfriend um, shit in my passenger seat. No, she did it. I know, but I'm yeah. like, if I'm taking it in to get oh, cleaned, I'm yeah. not owning up oh, that that was no, me. No, no, no. I'm like, somebody Ooh, shit. Uh, somebody shit the car. Yeah. I, yeah my I'm six, an Uber my driver. My six-year-old nephew um, shit I'm in, an Uber driver. in the car. I don't know who it was. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt so bad whenever someone else sits in that seat. Just thinking about it, looking she, at him. Mm. She, he did come back and reply though, because people were asking. Um, he says because people were inquiring. No, we stopped talking shortly after uh-huh. the accident slash incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that mm, you go your no separate recovery. ways. Like, thanks for cleaning my car, getting it detailed. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> we never need to speak of this or to each other ever again. We're good. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Man, that yeah. would be that wouldn't be something I could come back no. from early on. You get out of your car. All, all, all get the, out. Get out. All the sexy has been sucked out of that relationship oh, before it even could have gotten started. Yeah, like you know, oh. like we. Mm. <laughs> she didn't realize there was dairy in those taters. Oh Such God, quality meat. Mm. Um. Okay. Oof. Here we go. Went to a piano bar with a girl I had been talking to online for like three weeks. Seemed like we were really hitting it off Mm. and we're probably going to get together for real soon. She mentioned she was going out for her birthday and I said something joking about going. And she's like, yeah, come on. We're going to the piano bar. You can meet my friends. Mm. I dressed up and made my way there. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Sat down next to her and said, hey, happy birthday. (gasps) She looked at me. Like I was absolutely crazy and her friends stopped talking and all looked at me confused. I thought maybe she doesn't want to tell people about the whole online thing. So I whispered to her behind her back who I was. She went, oh, Um, and that was basically the last word I got out of her for the rest of the night. I use no fake pictures, no touch up, no weight gain or loss. I look exactly the same as the picture I used. Her friends started asking about me and I tried to at least be good conversation. It was amazingly awkward for everyone. And her drunk friend kept going, wait, 
So who are you again? Oh, oh my God. No. The way that's Christina. No. The way that's Christina. Yes. The way that's Christina. Uh-huh. We're, we're like, we're I like, got Christina, real drunk and I accidentally brought this guy. Yeah. I accidentally <laughs> invited him. I'm so sorry. So wait, who, who are, are you, you again? again? <laughs> oh. Yeah, because you know she had that conversation with her friends. She's in the text chat, like just everybody be chill. Like it's and then Christine is the one person Wait, who's so like, I can't be chill about this. So chill. who are you again? So who are you again? Oh man, and ask that about ten times. Yep, no. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About forty-five <laughs> minutes in, I said I was gonna go to the bathroom. Luckily, I was good buddies with one of the piano guys playing that night. He <sighs> snuck me out of the back when I told him about what was happening. I feel like you didn't even need to sneak out no. or no, stay like, for 45 minutes. I feel like 30 minutes in, you could have been like, you know what? Um, yeah. I just wanted to stop by. I'm on my way yeah. to something yep. else. Yes. Happy birthday. Nice to meet you. Like, yeah. It, and, bye. Exactly. You don't need to be snuck Awkwardly, out. Awkwardly hanging out for 45 minutes like no. it'd be like if, if it was girls night and all of a sudden uh-huh. exactly what happened. Online, yeah, uh-huh. that's exactly what happened yeah. it was girls night you got all your girlfriends together and, and here then comes dude, dude that you haven't met no in person met. yet who are what Wait, I would so love you. I would love for that to happen with our group of girlfriends. The way that it wouldn't just be Christina though, like Amy would no. also be like, so wait, and, and Mackenzie, all of them would be like, why, why are you? Mackenzie would straight here? up just be like, why, why are, are you, you here? here? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just be why drinking, are you still watching. Like, here? Oh you would be the one that would be trying to so make a hard. conversation no, I, with him. Yeah, I feel I like would, both, oh my God. both you and I would yeah. be over there so trying to good. make small talk with yes. him. Like we're like, we can tell he feels uncomfortable. We're yeah. gonna try and we're like desperately trying to make everybody feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Oh my god. So wait, where are you from again? I love the different dynamics in every group of yeah. friends. Like there's always like one yeah. person who doesn't give a fuck, one person who just like keeps forgetting, and then like the people who are like, oh god, we gotta make we this gotta, situation. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's okay. So I met a friend who was close by for about 30 more minutes, and I finally was like, I've had enough of a bad night. <laughs> yeah. I left. And then literally no. ran into their group no. walking the opposite no. Uh, way. No. You just you gotta pretend like you don't see each other, right? Yep. Like just it's just fine. Like we just <laughs> no no I'm done. No, everyone walked awkwardly past me. Yeah, yeah. and her drunk friend said, "Hey, wasn't that that guy?" No. No. Again, it's that's you, you Christina. It's you. And they would have done we're it. all trying to be cool, and here's Christina. Hey, wait, isn't that that guy? That- <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And they all whispered and laughed. Oh, oh the world. I oh, legit awful. felt so horrible for a long time after oh, that. Baby. Oh, baby. I'm not the best in big groups with new people, so that was that's just tough. anxiety to a 40. No idea why she was so weird about me showing oh. up, even though she asked me to come along. Feel like she she forgot she got drunk or you were texting or it was, was just like, being oh, polite. It was just, just being polite. polite. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, and it's not just expecting me and my girlfriends. You know, I'm just going. Oh, you should come. And when it's not a real invitation, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People got to stop doing dumb shit like that. Yeah, yeah. you got some people are like, say okay, what you mean to mean what you say. We'll come. Yeah, I agree. So he I'll says, be there. <laughs> I still cringe, and that was probably like 13, 14 years oh, yeah. ago. Oh, baby. She, at night. He hears that he hears that drunk that guy. Mm-hmm. He hears it in, uh, in his head. It's just so repeating over and who over. Who are you again? Mm-hmm. So who are it's you? It's on an echo in yeah. his head. Uh, who are you again? Uh, again? Uh, again? Uh, <laughs> again? 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 It really was a, a like thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Like all three stories are just mm. like oh, God. Just oh. the cringiest. Oh, honey. Yeah. 
Oh, oh my God. Wow. Well, you guys want to take five and then we'll come back with the tainted love? Yeah. Sounds good. Great. And we're back. All right. Okay. So I've got the tainted love this week. And I was telling you guys off mic that like I got real ambitious, which I always tend to do on weeks when I don't have enough time to be ambitious. Right. I don't know why I'm yeah. like, I'm going to cover <laughs> this this uh, story that took I'm two read episodes. A whole book. Right, exactly. I'm like two episodes of criminal to cover this and I'm gonna find mm-hmm. a way to condense it into forty minutes. Here we go. And so I started writing that and then I was like, I I can't do this. Yeah. You're like, this so, isn't the week for that. Not the week, it's not. We were very busy this week. So I am gonna tell the story of the double indemnity murder. Ooh. <clears throat> okay. Ruth Brown was born on March 27th, 1895 in Manhattan, New York, and there's not a lot documented about her early life, but when she was 20 years old and he was 32, she married art editor Albert Edward Snyder and moved with him to Long Island. Much about their marriage is speculation at this point, but sources at the time said that Albert had never gotten over his ex-fiance, Jesse Guichard, who had passed away some years before he married Ruth. So <laughs> he had been engaged before to this woman, apparently the love of his life. So he marries Ruth, they move into their marital home, and he insists on hanging a framed photo I, I don't want you to do of Jesse in his house and in, in their house no I a framed photo of his ex of his ex i mm-hmm. really wish you wouldn't do mm-hmm. that he named his boat after her no he had a boat Oof. he named it after her and reportedly told ruth that jesse was the finest woman i have ever known well, well why don't you go i'll just go fucking, fuck myself yeah then. why don't you I go guess. fucking marry jesse well jesse Jessie died oh, jesse right, okay. <laughs> yeah, died well. so yeah i mean i get it like you need to work through this in grief counseling i understand but, but like, i am not your grief counselor but you yeah. also need to be empathetic to the fact that maybe your wife would like to be the person that you name the boat after or, like, or at have least a f- frame photo of her or maybe she's a fine woman that you've met as well and maybe doesn't always want to be second place. Yeah. And if you think that, you don't have to say it. No. Oh, like, no. don't have to say it to me out loud. No. You can you keep know? that buried deep down and never bring it up again. And like, she was 20 when they got married. And he was in his early 30s already. And like, honey, you are punching above your weight class already. Yeah. So anyway, not good for the old self-esteem there. Yeah. Um, Other reports. And again, these are not verified. I want to make sure to say that because when you're doing older cases as well, like it's it's hard to verify anyway. And there was so much like tabloid press Mm -hmm. and just like weird shit happening during the trial that it's really difficult to know what's truth and what's not truth. Um, But there were reports that Albert was at minimum mentally and emotionally abusive to Ruth, which I don't think is hard to believe given the fact that he feels completely comfortable just telling her that she's absolutely shitty compared to his um, ex fiance. He demanded perfection in their home. And when the couple had a daughter a few years into their marriage, Lorraine, um, rather than a son, Albert apparently like lost his shit, like blamed, blamed Ruth for having a a daughter instead of a son. Um, So funny because it's actually the male that decides that. But Um, and there were some reports especially from Ruth, that he was physically abusive as well. So he sounds like a great guy. Sounds like a good guy, Albert. Catch. 
Regardless of the truth in this case, what's clear is that Ruth was extremely unhappy and discontented in the marriage. Why? (laughs) Despite this, she was said to be charming, extroverted, and imposing. She was really tall. Like, you can even tell. Like, some people, you learn that they're really tall, and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that, Mm -hmm. like, so-and-so was 5'11". But you look at pictures of her, and she looks tall in photographs. So I love a mm-hmm. woman that yeah. owns her like height. Like Eleanor yeah. Roosevelt, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, no, that bitch is tall. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know I, see, I, can I can see, see it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Similar, like imposing, yeah. that kind of imposing yeah. um, body structure as well. I don't like the word imposing. It sounds no? like, oh, I'm imposing. Just oh. what? Because I'm tall? Like, I, I understand the terminology and the way that you're using that word, but it does sound like you're like putting people out because you're tall, you know? I oh. wish I wish you would be put out by yeah. my tall I wish yeah. you would. I've never I'm thought of it. sorry, am I imposing on you? I never thought of it that way. Before, but but yes, no, I understand. Like that, it when you say it like that, yeah, it can be read that way. Mm -hmm. Nothing against you. I was just thinking about it. Like (laughs) it it is a term that's used a lot. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah, to describe like because she wasn't just she wasn't just tall. Because I feel like people do use language is important, and I feel like if you get like a a Taylor Swift or a Kendall Jenner, people will use words like willowy or you know to describe that they're like tall. But if they're this, you know, Ruth was not just tall; she was also like broader shouldered and like you know and so I feel like people feel more comfortable using words like imposing when talking about Mm. women who aren't supermodel skinny and tall Mm. so that is a good thing to keep note of um in 1925 while having lunch in New York Ruth who is now 32 met 34 year old Henry Judd Gray who went by Judd so Judd was a corset salesman who was also married and had a personality that was really opposite to Ruth's. He was shy, he was quiet, and he was described as forgettable, which is never kind of oh, what you want to be described as. Oh my as. God, imposing <laughs> and forgettable. Yeah, well, wow. yeah, opposites, right? Oh man. <laughs> um, still, the two hit it off immediately. Like, there was just Aww. like sexual chemistry right away. And so they it's quickly. Like, I'd like to see this corset on you. <laughs> yeah. So they quickly began an affair. Ruth's husband, Albert, was rarely home, and so the two would meet there during the day and have sex. And when that wasn't available, they would meet in New York City hotels, often bringing Lorraine along and leaving her in the hotel lobby. While the two of them hooked up, they're like, you just sit here, little Lorraine. (laughs) We're going to be upstairs fucking. Like, (laughs) Here's here's a copy of uh, Sleeping Beauty and uh, just uh, entertain yourself. Here's a lollipop. You just just sit right here. Bunch of kids hanging out in the lobby. Jesus. (laughs) while their parents have affairs they met nearly daily and just like couldn't seem to get enough of each other it was one of those like hot and heavy affairs right wow during this time Ruth became increasingly restless and unhappy in her marriage wasn't that forgettable well not to her at least Mm -hmm. not to her Um, But, I mean, of course, she was already unhappy. Now she has this taste of this other thing, and she's getting more and more unhappy in the marriage. And she's trying to find ways or think of ways to get herself out of this marriage, right? Mm. Somehow, she managed to convince Albert, her husband, to purchase insurance with the assistance of an insurance agent and um, had him sign a $48,000 life insurance policy that paid extra if an unexpected act of violence killed the victim. So that's the double Double indemnity indemnity, clause. 
She then told Judd that her husband had been mistreating her for years and would he please, oh, pretty please kill him he for her. Mu- I have a small favor to ask. Yeah, if, mm-hmm. it's, if it's not too imposing. Hey, Judd, I just, you know, it's <laughs> been thinking about it. It's been on my mind. <laughs> you just wouldn't yeah. mind. If you wouldn't mind. Be a dear. Yeah. Well, Judd was like, absolutely the fuck not. But Ruth was persistent. <laughs> she begged Judd to do it and even told him, he was, she was like, look, I've been trying to do it myself, okay? I've been working to do it myself. I've tried seven times to kill this man. You have got to help me. <laughs> Great pillow to. talk. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's a boner killer. Yeah. Start well, talking about murder. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Ruth had tried seven times oh, to, to kill Albert. So she twice had left the gas on and slipped out of the house while he was sleeping. Get out of here. Once she tried, once she tried locking him in the garage with the engine running of his car, but he got out of that. Um, and even she even turned his car off. Right. (laughs) She even tried putting mercury drops in his whiskey to poison him, but that didn't work either. No, because I mean, it doesn't like stir you don't mix. in. Yeah. You can't it's mix like it. Floating on the top. Yeah. Like, it's like a what circular the fuck is that? silver yeah. ball. <laughs> Just like, why is what this? What is that? <laughs> Albert apparently never suspected his wife of trying to take him out. He's like, really? honey, you left the oven on again. That's so weird. <laughs> like, stop doing that. Um, Didn't you hear me knocking? I'm just stuck in the garage. <laughs> I, also, I, 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 <laughs> oh, I have headphones on. What? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> it's 1927. <laughs> um, <laughs> so by February of 1927, Ruth was fed up like this had been two years that she'd been seeing judd at this point and she's done okay she's trying to kill her husband it's not working but also judd's married too right so um judd is also married yeah 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 so it's not like so you just get rid of plan? Plan. Thank yeah you. exactly what's your goal yeah just um, stay where you're at enjoy your little affair yeah nobody's gotta die nobody's gotta die no yeah, I understand her wanting out of this marriage. It seems like it's a sure. bad marriage, but like and it also is like I, at a time when divorce might not have been so easy no, for no, a I woman to obtain. But right. I don't think it was an impossible. Affair. It wasn't impossible, but I mean, I don't really not condoning her behavior at all. But I don't really know like what that would have done financially to yeah. her. Like I don't know yeah. what her rights would have been yeah. if she'd also gotten true. a divorce. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, she was fed up. She was ready for Albert to be out of the picture. So she began, she began to pester Judd constantly, right? And she was using every tactic. So she would get like mean about it. But then also speaking of pillow talk, the couple, <laughs> you're going to hate this. You're going to hate mm-hmm. this so much. The couple had nicknames for each other. Mm-hmm. I already hate so, it. So... Um, she called him lover boy. You're going to hate this so much. He called her momsy. <laughs> oh, no. No. No, momsy. So they no. would be in, they would be in bed it. together and she would be trying to cajole him into killing her husband like with like sex. Like she'd be like a, either giving or withholding sex, right? Like mm. trying to use it as like a bargaining tool um, with her have, lover you boy. You a lot of chips back then. You had to use what you had. Yeah, you got to use what you got, you know? All of this... Look, Judd is a real, like, chill, shy dude. This stressed him the fuck out. Like, he's like, I am so stressed about the situation. So he starts drinking really heavily. Like, and it's prohibition. So he's drinking, like, probably, like, bathtub gin. Like, just gross shit, right? He gave himself, like, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Rot gut. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 
But, you know, yeah, so he's drinking a lot. Eventually, after months of persuasion by Ruth, Judd finally gives in, and the two come up with a plan to murder Albert. On March 19th, 1927, Judd spent the majority of that day, like this is the day that they were going to do it. So he spends most of the day drinking. He's like, I got to work up this liquid courage. So he's drinking this like disgusting white lightning. So per the plan, Judd took a train from Syracuse to New York and from there took a bus to Long Island. When he arrived in Ruth's neighborhood, he spent about an hour. So he gets to the neighborhood Mm. and he spends about an hour just kind of aimlessly walking around the street and the stopping. The way that every neighbor has nothing to do. There's no, oh, you're yeah. not watching TV. There's no TV. You're not hanging out. Yeah, you're yeah. Just every neighbor is like, weird what the fuck dude. is this guy doing? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And he kept stopping. The speculation is that he was trying to get himself arrested because like liquor is illegal and he kept stopping under street lights and drinking. So he was like, like drinking. Oh, He's hey, like, please, somebody. I have alcohol. <laughs> Someone arrest me. Mm, I'm drinking whiskey. He's just yelling. <laughs> just yelling. Yeah, yeah, we know, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Yes. Yeah. So he did that for an hour. It didn't work. And he's like, well, fuck. Okay. I guess I have to go do this thing. So no. We don't, actually. No. We actually don't yeah. have to do yeah. this thing. But he makes, he makes his way over to Ruth's home where, as she promised, she had left the back door unlocked. Um, the whole Schneider family, so Ruth, Albert, and Lorraine, they were all at a party and they weren't expected home for a while. So Ruth instructed Judd to make his way to the spare bedroom where she had, Momsy had laid out um, a window weight, rubber gloves, and a bottle of chloroform. She's like, 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 like his school clothes, just lays them out. <laughs> Make good choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Judd took the items and hid in the bedroom. And when the family returned from their party at around 2 a.m., which I'm like, Jesus Christ. With the kid? Well, Lorraine was hanging out at 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, they don't care about the kids back then. They're no, the they really don't. No. Lorraine, who spent half her childhood in hotel lobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Children should be seen, not heard. <laughs> exactly. So when they get home... Lorraine goes to bed. Albert goes to bed. Do you think that's what's wrong with boomers? That they were like, now they're like, we got to be heard. Yeah. We grew up not not allowed to be heard. That's what they took from. That's what they took from therapy. They're like, I'm reclaiming my voice. Too much, ma'am. Too Mm -hmm. much. So they go to bed and then Ruth slips into just like a silk nightgown, just a slip. And And then she goes and she peeks in the spare bedroom and like asks if she's like, knock, knock. John, are you in here? Oh, lover boy. Right. Um, The two then had sex in the spare bedroom. I feel like, (laughs) wow. I feel like she and no really one uses sex as like a. As you think? A, yeah, you know, that's she's what I'm like, saying. I'm gonna fuck you to get you like in, in the mood, it, ready to do this thing for me. Yeah. Right? Because I'm just like, at that point, are you risking having sex when y- you've got this plan and your husband is like two in doors the down room? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, and they, your daughter. Oh, that's right. We don't care. No, about they don't care about no, Lorraine. No. They don't give a fuck about Lorraine. So they do that. Then an hour later, they pick up the window weight. And make their way into the master bedroom where Albert was asleep with the covers pulled up over his head. Um, I don't sleep like that, but okay. Um, So the two stood on opposite sides of the bed before Judd raised the weight and dropped it. But he's all fucking nervous, shaky. His heart's not in it. So he lifts it. He drops it. And it kind of only grazes the top of Albert's head. So Albert wakes up and he's like stunned, right? He's like, what the fuck, right? (laughs) He was like, I was just sleeping, minding my business. 
So he's freaking out and um, lets out a yell and lunges in the in Judd's direction, at which point Judd, and I don't know how they know this, except for that it must have been in the trial. Um, Judd reportedly yelled, Momsy, for God's sake, help. Oh, <laughs> Momsy. No, I at, fucking hate that. I know. <laughs> at which point it is believed that Ruth took the weight from Judd and smashed it down on Albert's head until he slipped into unconsciousness and then chloroformed him and strangled him with a picture wire. Oof. Once the murder was complete, the two went downstairs. They had themselves a couple cocktails. They just needed to come down real quick. Yeah. And chatted about what to do next. Now, I feel like I feel like they should have covered this ground. I feel like they've they had enough time to plan the doing. Yeah. Right. You gotta keep keep going. You're keep, not keep done that energy yet. up. Yeah, exactly. You gotta keep that energy up. So they go downstairs, they have some cocktails, and they're like, well, what do we do now? So they agreed, like the geniuses they are. Oh. Well, I mean, I come up with my best uh, ideas when I'm a couple cocktails yeah. deep. I gotta say, yeah, yeah. yeah it's always been yeah. a solid plan. And I'm not gonna lie, it's usually cocaine for me that gives me all the good ideas. But, <laughs> but yes. so sh- they're like, they're like, we're gonna stage a robbery, which we know that goes well yeah. every single time. Nothing's missing. Mm-mm. Everything's just messy. So they went about making the place look disheveled before going back up to the master bedroom where Judd tied Ruth loosely by the wrists and ankles and, and gave her a gag and then like leaves. And he puts her kind of like up against the wall. So as soon as Judd leaves, um, Ruth starts banging against the wall, which was Lorraine's bedroom. Aww. It's really fucked up. So uh, Lorraine wakes up and she finds her mom in there, takes the gag off of her mom. And um, her mom's like, run to the neighbors. Like we've been burgled, like run to the neighbors um, for help. So Lorraine runs to the neighbors. They call the cops. And when the police arrive on the scene, they're immediately suspicious. They're like super suspicious. <laughs> they left their cocktails like probably on like, the kitchen hmm, table. Oh, <laughs> oh. Stuff like that. They're like, First of all, most of the items that were stolen were found stashed in other parts of the you house. You don't say. So, uh, the man is leaving. Just give him a bunch just, of shit right? to take. I'm like, wrong with you? when you send Judd with stuff, like you Thank are you. hiding shit all over It's the so house. stupid. It's so stupid. Um, of course, and then, he's like, I don't trust you not to tell them I did this. And then I'm going to be caught with a bunch of your <laughs> All shit. the stuff. Right. Um, but Ruth's story also keeps changing from one telling to the next. And not to mention the fact that she didn't really seem all that like distraught. distraught. I mean, n- not just like even if you didn't like love this person, you watched him get like murdered in front of you and then you were tied up. Right. Like that would shake you up, you know, and she was just not seeming very shaken up at all. Um, The police search of the house produced a bloody pillowcase as well as the bloodstained window weight. Didn't even take the murder weapon with you. Like, um, police found a $200 check in Ruth's desk made out to H. Judd Gray. Oh, my Zip, zap, God. zap. There we go. Sir. And a tie clip with his initials on the bedroom floor. Well, that fucking that tie clip just flew off. What? Um, why are you wearing why a tie clip? Right. It's very fancy. A, why would you wear anything <laughs> with a monogram on it when you're going to go do crime? They're like, very dumb. Nah, I'm a fancy man. They're very stupid. Um, and then they also found the life insurance policy with the double indemnity clause in the safety deposit box. It wasn't long before Ruth folded under questioning quickly. She was like, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But of course, 
you know, she confessed that she was part of the murder plot, but she blamed Judd for it. Of course She's she like, did. it's all him. He did all of and this. And this is why he was hesitant from the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't trust your Mm-mm. ass. Mm-mm. Judd. sex is so good, yeah. apparently. Jesus. Yeah. Golden pussy. Judd was not difficult to track down. It turns out that when he left the crime that night, as he was waiting at the bus stop, he flagged down a police officer to ask when the next bus would be coming by. <laughs> She's also Jesus. like, can you come in here and shut the door? Please? Yeah. So from also, there, I did just kill somebody. Yeah. So Is that okay? Just, um, just want to let you know. Give me the heads up. From there, they tracked him back to Syracuse. And when he tried to claim that he hadn't, he's like, I, I've been here all night. I did not go to, I, I haven't been to New York. They pulled out his train ticket stub that was lying in plain sight in the trash can. They're like, bro, this, this you, this, this you. This, this right here, <laughs> this with the with the date on it. Yeah, that, that says you went to New York. I've never been to Mister Furley. Yeah, so. <laughs> you have. I have a picture of us there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know her. So <laughs> pretty soon, he also confesses, but he blames the whole thing on Ruth. So now they're pointing fingers at each other. The case uh, became an immediate tabloid sensation, as much for the salaciousness of the affair slash crime as for the idiocy of the perpetrators damon runyon who was a news a newspaper man at the time he later wrote that ruth and judd were quote inept idiots mm. and called the whole mess the dumbbell murder because it was so dumb wow. <laughs> they're like they're so you are stupid so dumb. you are so dumb <laughs> uh you are really dumb <laughs> celebrities <laughs> Celebrities turned out in droves to watch the trial. So all these like 1920s celebrities are fucking like slinking in, watching the trial. And yeah, true crime used to be in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. In the day, you had to all go these, to the courtroom. All these looky-loos. Uh, <laughs> the couple were meet immediately at each other's throats during the trial. So Ruth's lawyers argued that she was just a woman wronged. And when she took the stand, she explained how mistreated she was by Albert, how he never paid attention to her, was still in love with his ex. And it was she, good, sweet Ruth, who read from the Bible to their daughter, Lorraine, every night and mm. took her to Sunday school every week. She's just a good Christian woman. She got Lorraine off. is like, she got off. <laughs> Lorraine's sitting in the fucking courtroom like, <laughs> I have notes. I have notes. Um, uh, can I, do I get to say, is it my turn? Do I get to say something? Her lawyers tried to paint the affair with Judd as a desperate attempt at love from a lonely woman, claiming that he dragged this good God-fearing woman mm-hmm. out to speakeasies where she would watch him drink all night when she rarely ever touched the stuff. She said that when Judd found out that there was a life insurance policy on Albert, he began insisting that she kill him, even going so far as to send her poison in the mail. So okay. what was a girl to do? You yeah. know? Yeah. Wow. Judd's lawyers, on the other hand, portrayed Ruth as a quote, and this is a quote from the trial, abnormal woman, a human serpent, a oh human fiend in the disguise of a woman. Oh, wow. my God. It's so, like, theatrical. <laughs> Can you do that in the transatlantic accent, please? In the transatlantic accent. She's a fiend, and she's <laughs> dressed as a woman. <laughs> Just make Catherine Hepburn do it. Yeah. Judd then added that he had been quote, drawn into this hopeless chasm when reason was gone, mind was gone, manhood was gone, and his mind was weakened by lust and passion. Yeah. So poor guy couldn't use that brain. Brain broke. Yeah. Brain brain broke sex too good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. When Judd described that Ruth had delivered the final death blow on the night of the murder, Ruth began to dramatically sob loudly in the courtroom. Just wailing. 
Well, the jury was out for only 98 minutes before coming back with a verdict of guilty for both defendants. They were sentenced to death and imprisoned in Sing Sing to await execution. Yeah, it's pretty shocking because, I mean, this is a woman that's not like, you know, there weren't a lot of women being sentenced to death. Back then they're like, oh, pretty woman, you didn't dare do anything wrong. You didn't do anything. On the day of their execution, Judge... Judd stated that he had received a letter from his wife and in it she forgave him and so he was at peace. At peace with being, you know, put to death. When double executions were carried out at this time, it was considered logical to kill the weakest and most nervous prisoner first. Oh, Jesus. Ruth was considered to be the stronger of the pair, so Judd died before her. Oh, goddamn. Wow. What like, a weird way to choose. I guess it's so that the other one doesn't freak out. Like, you pick the one that's, like, the, the like least nervous. I guess. You know? Yeah. Dang. Minutes after his execution, and by the way, his, so they died by electric chair and his execution went wrong. Oh, Like, no. so his feet were, were on fire. Ooh, oh, my God. No. Horrible. I mean, I'm anti-capital punishment, so like, I, uh-huh. uh, but it was Ruth's execution, not just because she's a woman that got all of the headlines the next day, but also because photography was obviously banned at Sing Sing especially executions, banned yeah. during executions. But Thomas Howard, who's a news photographer, secretly wore <gasps> a camera strapped to his That's ankle. Up, and at the very moment that Ruth's <gasps> body went rigid when the electricity went through, he crossed his legs and snapped a picture. What? They ran it in the New York no! Daily News the next day. That's gross. That's it, it's gross. So I don't... fucked up. It's on her wikipedia page Oof. and i don't i just don't like seeing stuff like that no. it's just it feels very um icky but yes they did they ran the picture wow. of the new york daily news and it became Ooh. a very famous picture the case was the inspiration for the novella double indemnity in 1936 uh which was then adapted for the screen in 1944 and is one of the like Biggest kind of film noir, yeah, tropes, films, yeah. yeah I love mm-hmm. that. Like, like sexy woman can get you to do yeah. anything, kind of thing. So, yeah, Whoa, that nice. is a story. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that one. <laughs> Intense. Oh. Yeah, that's. I I'm still really upset about the picture. Yeah, that's I mean, so it's fucked pretty up. fucked up. It, yeah. I, it, everybody's the asshole in this story. Everybody yeah, sucks. Everybody sucks here. Except, Except for, for Lorraine. Lorraine. Yeah. yeah. Poor Lorraine. Lorraine did. I did read up um, because the family had a big battle because his family was like, I don't want Lorraine to be with any member of her family. So they had to go to court um, and the courts ended up deciding that she would stay with Ruth's mother. So she was raised by her maternal grandmother. Her mm-hmm. mima. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you guys watching this week? Uh, well, I watched a horror movie what? <laughs> called Watcher. Not The Watcher, like the TV show. It's called Watcher. Um, it is on Shutter, and I think you can probably buy it on like Amazon or um, or Voodoo or whatever. But it is a real kind of slow burn horror movie. Like it's just very dis concerning um cassie you probably won't like it because Uh, you already got me out it's Mm -hmm. it's one of those like no one believes her kind of thing no absolutely yeah yeah but it was it was really cool you know and it takes place in romania and so there's that that's like fun um because you know i spent a month in romania whenever i was 
18. And so it's just fun to see those little like cultural things. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really good. The, I think Micah, Micah Monroe, is that her name? I can't remember, but she was the lead in It Follows. Oh, okay. So she's the lead in, in Watcher 2 and it's, it's good. I really enjoyed it. I watched, um, a new documentary on Apple TV. It's three episodes. It's called The Big Con. C-O-N-N. Um, it's about uh, a lawyer in Eastern Kentucky, Eric C. Khan, who managed to defraud Social Security over half a billion dollars. Ooh, wow. And it's wild. Half a billion dollars. It's wild. That's a con. This is why we can't have nice things. It's like Eastern, Eastern Kentucky. There's a lot to this story the way and everything. It's, you could buy all of the half of Eastern Kentucky for yeah. half a billion yeah. dollars. <laughs> yeah. And then some. Yeah. Have money Still left have over money left for over. for fun times. Yeah. yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. recommend it. I wow. thought I was not expecting that story. I can't believe I've never heard of it before. Um, so yeah, it's uh, again on Apple TV, um, the big con. Wow. Worth checking out for wow, sure. Scammers in this episode. Scammy. I um, finally finished watching True Blood. Oh, oh! I cannot believe that you was finished. some real determination. Yeah. Did it not get bonkers? Bananas? I'll tell you the the season that really did it for me was season four. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through <laughs> uh, because then it was like, well, but once you got that like really shitty season out of the way, it was kind of like, oh, you're here now. You I might as well finish it. Respect you for pushing through. It's uh, it's. I don't recommend it. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also, as a whole, I was like, I literally did. And it's not one of those things like I was intrigued enough to watch it, to finish it, to like see where it went. Uh-huh. You're right. just like, and then, and then especially cause like, I think like the last two seasons, I'm like, well now I have to know what happened. Yeah. You know, like right. you're already invested. It's this much, you know, I got to figure out what happened. So on that note, I was like, well, I, I need something you know, supernatural still. So mm-hmm. I was like, so I started watching that show being human. Mm. Uh, I don't think I'm liking it. No. I like a t- t- episode or two. in, And I was like, let's try something else. So I just started Mayfair, Witches, oh, okay. which is brand new show. It's the Anne Rice books, uh, her witches series. And I am like halfway through the first season, but I was so tired or the first episode, but I was so tired last night that I was like falling asleep. I'm liking it so far. I like the, I think the actress in that, the lead is the, from the first season of White Lotus, the girlfriend with like the really blue eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah. The reporter girlfriend. Yeah. I think that she's the lead in that. Yeah. Cause, um, my TV keeps trying to, they're like really hitting that hard. They really want me to watch it. Like Alexandra. I don't know, but she's beautiful. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's I interesting. Check it out. Yeah, Mayfair Witches. I mean, it's Anne Rice. You can't really go wrong. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love the interview with the vampire. I, I was going to ask. Just, I watched like the first episode with Chris, and I was kind of like, meh. Eh. I just didn't get like pulled into it. Oh, I, I mean, I the movie is so good. Loved it. So I for think, me, I think it's way better than the movie in like every way. When really, you get through, it's one hundred percent so good. And the guy that plays Lestat is that Grey Worm from? Um, well, that that's who plays Brad Pitt's character. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, is Grey Worm the the actor that plays Lestat? By the end, is just 
he is so amazing and he's way closer to the Lestat in the book. Mm-hmm. And I think because he just has more time to develop his character. Sure. Yeah. yeah. When I rewatched the movie after having watched uh, Interview with the Vampire, I was like, oh, like, and uh, having reread the book, the... They tried to do a lot in the they movie. They tried to do a yeah. lot yeah. in the movie. Yeah. They tried to do too much. And Kirsten Dunst still holds up in that, but the two lead guy actors are so much closer to the characters than yeah. it was in, in the it TV show. Minute. You have to yeah. give it more than one episode. Yeah. I, um, and I've never read the books, so oh. I don't have that. Okay. I'm not coming from that place. I'm coming from where, mm. where the gospel is the movie that was made. You and know, you love my and youth you love and I, we know that I yeah. love Tom Cruise yeah. and we yeah. know that I love Christian, you know, um, I'm, I'm surprised at Slater. I'm surprised because I, I wasn't going to watch the TV show because it was one of those things where I was like, do we need this? You know what I yeah. mean? Where I was like, do we need this? Um, but that, I might give it a shot. I might give My it a shot. My yeah. brother and his husband were like obsessed with it. Yeah. It's huge. Like Chris likes it. And yeah. he, of course, because he read the books. And mm-hmm. I think that I just don't have the, mm, that attachment. I don't have the attachment to the, the lore. Mm-hmm. Um, and my attachment really only comes well, from this movie that I really liked as a kid. They updates too, where they, they moved it to New Orleans. And so um, there's a lot of like race Mm. in this as well as like the time period is different too because it's taking place like in the the 20s and stuff so oh, i'm interested really 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 okay cool. yeah i think cassie would like the books i read yeah. um well i i've only ever read interview with a vampire i didn't read the rest of the series but i mean you know you like yeah. Anne Rice. Oh, I like Anne Rice. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i do um i've actually only read her naughtiest of books i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah cool yeah, well Mayfair, hey. which is if you guys have stuff that we should watch, if you have a terrible, terrible date story, if you just want to reach out and say hello, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.